Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. On a Monday night in July, it is the summer. It's officially, officially, extra officially the summer. Um, I'm actually working today without a suit on. I felt a little bad, but I uh, I took public transportation in from the eastern end of Long Island. I want to applaud uh, the, the bus. It was a very relaxing trip, and uh, despite some traffic, it was um, got here relatively in in good fashion and good time cranked out it's amazing when you don't have the distractions you're just like sitting alone on a either on a train or a bus or even on a plane i don't know there's something in my brain that snaps into this productive overtime and i just i got a lot of stuff done um it looks like we're gonna have a hot week i'm just checking i'm, I'm it's monday I, I have a full week although friday i'm gonna do a little maybe doing a little cheating on friday um did I leave my radio stuff out there? Yeah, I did. Oh, good. So I'm going to do a live show on Friday, and I know I'm going to have a special guest uh, co-host if, if he allows. Um, yeah, Joan's looking at me like, wait, wait, who? Wait, wait, I don't know about wait, this. Wait, I don't know. Who, what? What? Who? What? Yes, Joan, that's like, why you have the song, She Drives Me Crazy, because we drive you crazy <laughs> and you drive us crazy. I do have uh, Sam Bellino on the line with us as well. Hello, Mr. Sam hey, Bellino. what is going on? I uh, I spoke uh, over text today to the great Andy Gladding. And, um, he is great. I know. I'm aware, very well aware. He is the guy who, how would you describe Andy Gladding, his role at AM 970? Our chief engineer. Yeah, he's the one who makes stuff happen. And he I really knows his stuff. So, Sam Bellino, I, I'm going to look at my calendar. And it may need to wait until um, August. But I want to go to Andy's house, and he says that we could, we could do the show live from his little boat. That would be great, and let's it is. It. Uh, it would wait, be a lot on. of fun. Wait, 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 Andy. I mean, Matt. Did you hear Joan said, "Let's do it"? I'm oh, inviting no. myself. <laughs> I think this may be a boys-only trip, Joni. Uh, I think oh, it's got to be a guys' day out. It's guys' day out. Come on, Joan. Are you kidding me? Well, we may have to. We might even want to belch and things like that, All and you know, right. scratch our armpits. Then we're gonna have to do a separate Joni day. Yeah, we'll do that at like the Bergdorf Goodman store or the Saks Fifth <laughs> Avenue store because I know that's how you roll. That's not a bad idea. I like that idea. Um, so, <laughs> you know, Joan and I are relatively the same age. And um, Joan actually just heard me. Was that the first time you heard me raise my voice today? Yes. You heard me raise my voice. I don't voice. think I've ever heard you yeah, Joan, really Joan, raise your voice. Yeah, Joan heard me. I, I raised my voice because uh, someone who will be go unnamed um, in the firm, just disappointed me with their attitude, not with what they did or they didn't do, but with Uh-oh. their attitude. Yeah, and and yeah, I don't really do that often. It was not me. It was not Joan. <laughs> no, it had nothing to do with Shocker. radio. It had to do with the law. But it's interesting because Joan has been around as long as little Arthur, so that's six years plus. Yeah. 
And um, that's the first time she's heard me raise my voice, so you can understand how rare that is. But, um, you know, I raised my voice in a telephone call. And in an um, article I sent to Joan this morning, I think it was based out of Australia. It but is. it's a trend that's going on all around the, the globe. How people don't want to talk on the phone anymore. And they just want to communicate via... Well, let's clarify. Not people. Not younger people, people. Right. Younger people. Tends to be younger people. Right. Joan forgot how to use the microphone, so she thinks like she stays three feet away from it, it's going to work. <laughs> I'm that loud. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe you're right. Um, yeah. So younger people um, don't want to talk anymore. They just want to text and email. And I will just well, tell not you. not even email so much. It's text and Snapchat, like Snapchatting. Yeah. I mean, Snapchat. It's crazy, right? So um, just so you know, like when, when, so Joan heard me raise my voice today, but um I I probably could not have expressed myself the way I wanted to over a text. Um, and I have been in positions where there has been mis- miscommunication in writing, where that miscommunication would not have taken place had it not been in writing. And um, the, the, it, it led to some not good consequences because of the miscommunication. So I really lean on everyone here at the law firm to pick up the phone and talk to another human being. I find it so much more effective. Um, and, and the lack of, you know, if someone, if there's a misunderstanding, it gets clarified immediately as opposed to eight texts later, if it even does get clarified. Um, it's also a time thing. Like you can get a lot more done quicker if you make a quick phone call rather than Texts and emails back and forth. There's yes, I agree, and there's all points. I agree, and there's also that human touch that is like we're just losing by being you know using our thumbs. And there are people who I call thumb warriors. In other words, they're tough and and very aggressive when they're texting, and then when you get them on the phone, they're like big teddy bears. Um, so. I am not ha- I was not happy to read that article. The fact that um, younger people just aren't aren't calling anymore. Um, they just that's just not their thing. So, if I were you and you have a younger person in your house, I would get basically talk to them about that. Um, you know, I was I'm surrounded by kids all the time. How about this? My daughter, who's a year and a half, she picked up the phone and like mimicked, like texting on the phone not talking on the phone like she was just using her thumbs because what does she see she sees i'll be i'll be the first one to fall on my sword she'll see me and then sometimes she'll see her mom and then she'll see her two brothers and more than having the phone to our ear we have the phone in front of our thumbs and it's a little nuts that that's the direction we're going in and this particular article was talking about dating and how people like break up over text And I think it's bad when people break up over the phone. Like I look bad. Like there was a guy who there's a guy who worked in the firm. Let's hypothetically call him Imran, who uh, he broke up a, a very serious relationship over a phone call. I believe the exact words were, "I think this thing has run its course." I mean, hypothetically, I'm just making this up. But um, over over a call, as opposed to meeting someone over a cup of coffee or, you know, if you stay in a public place in case things get out of control, you have witnesses. But, um, and just saying, hey, you know, I- I'm sorry, I love you, but this isn't going to work out. No. 
And and the example they used in this newspaper article, which is pretty funny, which was someone mistyped and said, I want to pursue this relationship. I'm interested in pursuing this. And and then they say, oh, I'm sorry, that was a typo. I'm not interested like in pursuing this relationship. It's a it's a situation that technology is introducing into society that is getting um, I don't know. It's it's not doing well for human interaction. I would love to see the sociologists look at this and analyze this. And now with this AI chat stuff, chat AI, and now Twitter now has threads, or threads is now is, is competing with Twitter. They it's signed not, up a hundred. It's not Twitter. It's Instagram and Meta. Facebook has threads, threads. right? And they're going against Which is Twitter. Driving me crazy because we can't keep up with all of this. Now they they signed up a hundred million. But they had they got a cease and desist letter. We talked about that last week from yeah Tes- it, from, from Elon Musk. Tesla. Yeah, it, from Elon Musk. It doesn't seem like that's really um, slowing them down since Not all the headlines all. are they got a hundred million um, subscribers. Yeah. We gotta uh, get off our phones a little bit. We really do. I know. I, that's why I admire John Esposito. You know, John is a man in his very young sixties. He's very physically fit and handsome, and he's on the dating scene, and he's doing it the old school style. He's not on Match. He's not on J Date. He's not on any of these things. He actually just walks into a bar and says, "Hi, can I buy you a drink?" And you know, this like. Five percent of the time they smack them in the face. Mm-hmm. There's another, there's another five percent of the time where they just give them a dirty look and walk away. But ninety percent of the time, there's some form of engagement. There's some. It is either like, oh no, I'm sorry, I'm not drinking. Oh really? Why aren't you drinking? Well, my husband used to beat me, and he was an alcoholic, so I don't drink anymore. And then John's like, oh, I'm thinking about quitting drinking too. And then they make a little match. So when you have that type of actual back and forth, there's a chance of human interaction. Whereas if you're just using your thumbs, it ain't going to happen. So y'all know how much I love New York. And one of the issues we've spoken about recently are all the rats um, and how I've seemed to notice that they're fading away. And John, who I just mentioned, who lives on Mulberry Street, he says he's definitely seen a lot less rats. So something may be working. So we're going to go to the source. Jody, who's coming on to talk about rats? Dr. Joe Grassi, who says, I pray. He's he's a minister, a pastor. I pray for God's creatures on Sunday, and I kill them on Monday. Oh, there he's we go. He's also pest control. And um, I'm pretty hopped up because most many of you are listening to us on AM radio, and they're looking to knock out AM radio from our cars. So Lauren Fix is going to talk about what the situation with, with all that. Don't go away. We're going to be right back. Are you fed up with hair loss or weak, brittle hair? Invite Health would like to introduce you to Hair Enhance HX. This powerful bioactive formula targets the root causes of hair loss, like stress, hormone imbalance, and nutritional deficiencies, packed with clinically studied nutrients shown to increase hair strength and growth. Formulated to target male and female pattern hair loss with amino acids to strengthen hair and promote new hair growth. This comprehensive formula addresses the multiple causes of weak, brittle, and lackluster hair. Take advantage of this limited time offer by 
one bottle of Hair Enhance HX as suggested retail and get the second bottle free. Contact Invite at 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Or go to invitehealth.com and use promo code HAIR. Are you ready to get to the root cause and finally see and feel a difference? Call now, 800-673-2345 for Hair Enhance HX. Let's talk about our friends and family at Bay Ridge Honda. I actually was talking to Rob Sabah yesterday over at Bay Ridge Honda. They are kicking off the month of July by saving you $1,500. That's right. Rob, Danielle, Brenda, Billy, they're all in there. They're all ready to greet you and help you make your next automobile purchase. They will give you $1,500, a $1,500 credit when you turn in your trade or lease and purchase your next car with them. Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, Queens, the Bronx, they all choose Bay Ridge Honda. You can browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles and over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award winning dealership in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, you're going to receive the $1,500 credit when you turn in your trade or lease and when you purchase their, your next car with them. And even if you don't want to buy a car from them, they will buy your car from you. So visit them at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for detail. This sale ends on July the 30th, 2023. I'm Seth Liebson of AM960 The Patriot for townhall.com. Cocaine was found in the White House last week, and the story has now changed three times as to where it was found. Some in the media are treating it as a laugh line, while the President of the United States refuses to address it, and his press secretary has downplayed the importance of it all, while also misleading the American people as to where it was found. This is not the cause for humor, and it is not unserious. Tens of thousands of Americans die from cocaine poisoning every year. This is part of the larger illegal and dangerous drug problem in America, where we lose over 110,000 Americans to overdose deaths. These drug deaths are the single largest cause of deaths for young adults. And yet, the only time anyone can remember there being a major story about drugs in this presidency is now, after they've been found in the White House. The drug problem is literally everywhere, and this presidency must get serious about it. I'm Seth Leibson. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, for those considering careers in politics and policy. So let's talk about Connors and Sullivan, because we all know that planning for the future is important. Are you and your family protected? If you're not around to make the decisions, who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? The time to plan is now. You need a will, a trust, a power of attorney, a health care proxy, a living will, or an estate plan. The goal of Connors and Sullivan's attorneys is always the protection of your rights and interests. They've been helping people like you plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. And you could visit them for a no-obligation free consultation. Call Connors and Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations in Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Call them at 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. Listen to AM970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. Right, not today, on the 21st of May, tight to put this body for on his birthday. 
Great King Rat by Queen. That's our man, Sam Bellino, finding all the appropriate tunage for the guests. And our guest is Dr. Joel Grassi, the man who prays for him on Sunday and kills him on Monday. All right, are you on, Joni? I hope so. Oh, uh, oh thank you, Joni. No, I Joni, was swarmed by gnats, by the way. Not just rats, but gnats. All right, Dr. Joel Grassi, is it rats or gnats? What are we going after today? Oh, man, you guys are you guys are doing my job for me. It sounds like you're uh, taking care of business. No, no, no. You got to tell us what's going on. Oh, man. Well, I mean, the I guess we'll do the gnat thing first, since that was, I mean, I thought, what, do, you, do you think that was a little overblown? I mean, those were apparently, and we don't deal with them much, but there were these aphids that just had a big population explosion, obviously. Everybody was panicking about it and tweeting and the apocalypse, and which if you've ever read the apocalypse, gnats are the least of our problems. But in any case... These aphids, uh, they came and they went. I mean, I don't think anybody had to spray any raid or any insecticide. They just lived their little lives. Went isn't back that what, to where isn't they that what ladybugs, from. don't ladybugs eat the aphids? Yeah, ladybugs eat them and uh, ants interact with them. They're, they're really a, an important part of uh, the ecosystem. And it's actually a good sign that the aphids are doing so well. It means that, you know, the environment in that moment is doing well. So... Um, I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but I get for, uh, if you're not used to seeing it, then yeah, it probably freaked a lot of people out. Okay. So we're talking to Dr. Joel Grassi. He's been on the show before talking about the rat population here in the city of New York. And, um, I will tell you as a young man, I rode the subway starting at the, I mean, I was riding it. <laughs> I was riding the subway at 16 years old to go from Bay Ridge, Brooklyn to Edgewater Park. The, in the Bronx, which if you look at the, the, the map on the train, Dr. Joel Grassi, it is literally from one end to the other. And when you would see a rat, it was like a big deal. Fa- fast forward, fast forward 30 plus almost 40 years. And I will tell you around Christmas time this year, every subway station I went to, there were rats running around the track. Like I saw one every single time. Then I went down to Mulberry Street where, where John Esposito lives and we were eating dinner and I mean, the rats were just, I mean, John makes a joke because he lives there that he was naming them because he saw them so often. And now, a mere six, seven months later, they seem to be, obviously, I know they're not gone, but you see a lot less of them. Is that just luck or is that something really happening? Well, I think what happened is the MTA finally started cracking down on them for not paying fare, and uh, they started getting arrested, and so the numbers have gone down. But no, I think, in all honesty, the um, the rats are also cyclical. Uh, we had a lot of interesting things happening the last few years that resulted in a big uh, population spike. Um Compared to Paris, which if you've been seeing the news about Paris, Paris is floating the idea of just cohabiting with them and living with rats. You can you can look that up later as, as opposed to trying to exterminate them. So I think we're doing a little better than that. Um, so it, the, the population does seem to be leveling off a bit. But as everybody tells me, every time this comes up, the first words out of our mouths are, hey, it's New York. And uh, I mean, they're New Yorkers through and through, and we're we're learning to uh, learning to live and learning to love. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, let me ask you this: Joan was telling me that she saw a big outbreak of ants 
A-N-T-S. Is that just mm-hmm. like a Joan thing, or is that a, something that's going on here in the, in the area? Well, I, you know, I don't even, I can't even wrap my mind around all the things that are uniquely Joan things. So I don't even oh, want to go I agree. too Thank far you, down Dr. Joe that. Joe. You know, right. No, and I, that's a compliment. But, um, no, ants do the same thing as a lot of these insects, like the aphids. So they bud, they have this big spike in activity where one minute they're not there, you turn around and there's like, it looks like a, looks like somebody spilled a whole bunch of like chocolate sprinkles all over the ground and it's the ants going crazy and you wait a day or two and they just, they settle down. And, uh, I get it's, we're not used to that in the city. we kind of think we're in like a bubble or whatever. So it's not just Joan, but it's also not any cause to like, you know, freak out and, and tweet about it, that, that the world is ending. So before we let you go, Dr. Joel Grassi, anything with mosquitoes and West Nile and all of that stuff? Remember the years that they used to come around and spray, like used to drop it out of a plane or something, some mosquito spray, or I don't know if they sprayed it off of a sanitation truck. None of that going on this summer? Well, no, well, the news is that we've had the first cases of malaria in like uh, however many decades. I think there's only been like four cases, but that's that's four more than we've had in a long time. And this is maybe one pest that I won't joke about because uh, there's a there's a there's a stat that if if it weren't for mosquitoes, the human population would be something like I forget the exact number, but several percentage points higher on the earth than it is. Mosquitoes are deadly because of the diseases they carry, like malaria. And you want to you want to do basics of mosquito control. If you have a backyard you don't want standing water. You don't want puddles that are sitting there stagnating, and that's going to breed mosquitoes. You know, mosquitoes are no joke, so you want to take the precautions, and uh, if you are bitten by a mosquito, you know, clean it, don't scratch it, and take care of yourself. So I uh, I do get a, uh, a treatment. I don't know what kind of treatment it is, but they come and spray my area for mosquitoes and you know my wife is very diligent about putting regular old bug bug spray off on the kids before they mm-hmm. they run out i remember you know you're talking about malaria and i'm not being facetious about this when hiv and aids first came out in the 80s there was talk about you know they were able to pass the hiv virus um through mosquito bites which is pretty scary at the time since It was really the fear of the unknown. Um, Dr. Grassi, is there anything else we need to to know about or touch upon before we let you go? Yeah, I think just, you know, use basic precautions. Don't overreact. Um, One of the best things you can do, I always tell people, if you you find a a pest or a bug in your house, uh, if you can just save it. I know people get squeamish, but if you can just get a picture of it, or save a sample and have it identified, that's really the first step to uh, finding out what's going on and, and keeping you and your family safe. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, by the way, do you know what I'm dealing with? In my, I like to, like, I pretend I'm like a little gardener out in Long Island. I plant myself a little, like, I planted some hostess and all this. And I noticed that they were, they were dying from beneath. Like, I, you know, I used to have a deer, deer problem. I fixed that. And I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And then I realized I have a mole slash vole problem.
problem. I didn't realize the difference. Moles, apparently, they're the ones that, like, raise your grass up, and they're looking to eat some grubs. And then the voles take advantage of those little tunnels, and they eat the roots on the bottom of the, these tasty plants. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a common That's a common pest. Yeah, yeah, and you notice it when you start to do some gardening. And uh, that's a compliment, Arthur. It must mean you're you're growing some successful produce. And yeah. people want to taste it. So, well, I will tell you the produce that, that I grow is they, they grow they love those hostess plants. As did the deer. The deer looked at it, it was oh. like a head of uh, romaine lettuce, and I guess the voles look at the the roots. But I am, uh, uh, you know, I did pray on Sunday, but I am going to kill these little critters on Monday because uh, <laughs> yeah. you know those hostess are not inexpensive to put in the ground. So. At least uh, well, leave them some balsamic to put on it, you know, because that'll help with the flavor. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you, Dr. Joel Grassi. We appreciate you coming on and talking to us about the pest situation here in the city of New York. And let's keep those rats down because it's not a, a very welcoming sight to have uh, rats running on the streets of New York City. We'll see you, Arthur. Take care, man. All right. Be well. That was Dr. Joel Grassi. Um, and we're here with Joan Pelzo, who's... She's really nervous about ants. What's what's up with the ants? No, Joe? my mother's house. They keep coming in all over, all over. Are they they're, the big ants? Or they're the, the teeny ants? tiny little oh. ones right by her door, her little sliding glass door. But all the neighbors are having this. But too. if you go online, there's like you mix like vinegar and dawn. Yeah, I think it's like vinegar, white vinegar and dawn, and you just put it in the thing and you spray it, and they and want they've nothing been to do doing with that. that. They're still coming. No, we Joan, don't know. You're why. doing something wrong, Joan. I don't live there, but I'll tell them. You know what's funny? My parents are actually at a wedding right now. and my A co- Monday wedding. A Monday wedding. My cousin studies ants. She's getting her PhD. Is that word for that? In ant. Entomologist, Thank you. Thank you. Let Sambolino talk. She's getting a PhD. Sambolino, your turn, boo. Entomologist. I got it. Thank you. Yeah, my man Kenny Dobbins studied that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. It's a Monday. Um, It was a productive Monday here at the law office. Joan, I have news for you, though. I'm going to be here late again tonight. You were here late on Friday night. Yeah, I was here till I 1 mean, in the morning. Although, you, you, were, you get you get out to Eastern Long Island pretty quickly after when you get in the car do. after midnight. However, your desk is not and much then do you cleaner. Remember, do you remember I went off, I was texting back and forth. They said my friend wasn't being nice. Well, my friend was nice to me texting back and forth oh, oh, through the week that he couldn't talk. He talked to me from the moment I got into the garage here he in Manhattan called you. until all the way I got out to where he I needed to go. must not be a millennial. It was an hour and 35 minutes <laughs> and we were on the phone the whole time from Good. like 1230 to whatever, two. But that still wasn't an in-person. And you wanted no. an in-person. Well, okay, but that was, that was, that it, was, was it kept thing. me awake. It was yeah, very nice. He did. So all right. He's not afraid of phone Here calls. we are, the bottom of the hour, 629 Monday. Um, I hope everyone is doing well. We're doing very well. Sam Bellino's got some good music lined up. I'm very excited about that. We are going to come back and tell you about the fight to keep AM and FM radio in your car. Don't go away. Wesley is a truck driver. I drive a truck and I love what I do. A truck driver with IRS troubles. They told me I owed them $43,000. It got really bad. <laughs> Quite a few letters in the mail. They were talking uh, about wage garnishment, coming after my house, my car. Yeah, they, they don't play around. I seriously thought that I was going to lose everything. One sleepless night, Wesley finally made a call to Optima Tax Relief at 2 a.m. Kind of 
figured I'd get a machine, but I didn't. I actually got to talk to an actual person in the middle of the night. He found just what he was looking for. Oh, they were great people. You need a team of people that know what they're doing. Optima Tax, they know what they're doing. Optima Tax Relief came through with flying colors. I saved an incredible amount of money. Happy don't even come close. I was absolutely overjoyed. Take Wesley's advice. If you're in any kind of trouble with the IRS, call Optima Tax Relief. Don't trust anybody else. Call Optima for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Let's talk about our friends at Plaza College. Uh, let me tell you something. They have been around since 1916. That's a long time. Graduation season has come and gone, but many students finish college without a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in this position? Tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting that will allow them to speed their way into the legal field and make great money without having to go to law school and lose your hair like I did. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I speak with the district attorney's offices all the time, and they are in dire need of court reporters. Courts, schools, television stations are all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. With the national shortage, the National Court Reporters Association partnered with Plaza to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins. Suffering an injury in an accident can be a life-changing experience. Whether you've been involved in a car accident, a construction site accident, a slip and fall, or injured because of someone else's negligence, we can help. Our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you are owed. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. If you have been injured because of someone else's negligence, you have legal rights and may be entitled to significant money to compensate you for your pain and suffering. Hiring the right attorney is important. The combined experience of the lawyers at Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins will be able to lead you through the personal injury lawsuit process and aggressively fight for the best result. If you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call 212-486-0011, 212-486-0011, or visit us at idalalaw.com. Idala, Bertuna, and Kamins, fighting for justice, fighting for you. All right, let's talk about the shea butter that I used on my head this morning. That's right, it is the hemp leaf products. We love both. Both best. How about that? It's shea butter based cream that I have been using all over my body, but especially on my beautiful bald head. Uh, it, they make it with all natural ingredients and essential oils to bring me comfort and relief, hence, hemp leaf. And they are the big thing in skin and body care. Before I even get to the shea butter, I use their liquid black soap that glides on my body, leaving my skin feeling soft, crisp, and clean. And all of these natural botanical products are manufactured in their Long Island, New York facility. All products are vegan-friendly and cruelty-free. And I will tell you, he doesn't want me to tell you this, but every day between like 2 and 3 o'clock, John Esposito, that handsome man in his early 60s who's on the market, he goes to the gym. That's his new thing. That's why he looks so physically fit. But, you know, when you're that age and you push yourself so hard, sometimes your muscles hurt. 
And you know what? He comes in and he sneaks in. He don't think he doesn't think I know it. He sneaks in and he grabs the icy pot. It's this beautiful little black canister with a, with a wooden top, and he slathers that icy pot. I see it on his knees, his ankles, basically his joints, because that, that's where I think things hurt when you're a little older. He's pushing himself real hard because he is available. And uh, speaking of available, then there's Joe Pelzer, who wears her five-inch heels, and when she gets home, ooh, those feet hurt. So she rubs heel ixer on them and makes her so happy. So remember, at Hemp Leaf, they don't put anything on your body that you would not put in your body. So check them out. It's worth the effort of going online and looking at them. www.hempleaf.com. That's www.hemplief.com. H-E-M-P-L-I-E-F.com. And mention the name Arthur at checkout and receive 10% off. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with lifetime New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala making the case for the city he loves. Here's Arthur. All right. So we have Lauren Fix on the line. He does not hesitate to have an opinion on things. So before we talk about cars, I just want to read something that I just read. And Lauren, just can't wait to hear what your <laughs> what your words of wisdom are going to be on this one. The okay. number of Brown University. It says an Ivy League university. The number of Brown University students identifying as LGBTQ plus has doubled since 2010, according to a new poll from the university's own student paper. About 38% of students at the Ivy League school identified as either homosexual, I know what that is, bisexual, I know what that is, queer, I'm not exactly sure how queer is different than being homosexual, asexual, I know what that is, pansexual, not sure I know what that is, (laughs) And you can look that up for me, Jim. And questioning or other, so that's that. Those are the the uh, delegate the categories you can identify at if you're not identifying as just being straight. A similar poll conducted at the school just over ten years ago found that fourteen percent of the student body identified as being part of the LGBTQ plus community. So we have Lauren Fix on the phone, who normally comes on and talks about um, cars. But since she's a mother and a grandmother and a vibrant part of this society, what does Lauren Fix have to say about the population of Brown University um, doubling in the amount of people who identify as LGBTQ plus? I gracefully declined to comment on that. <laughs> See, that, that's, where, that's where our society has brought us to. That's sad. Well, you know why? It's not my expertise. I can talk cars all day long. I'm just going to talk about well, something I, I'm not. I don't an expert think. You, listen, I don't. I'm not you're, talk you're about a, legal because I'm not an. I'm not a lawyer. You're a mother. You're a grandmother. You're a wife. Uh, you, you know, you're a human being. I'm just wondering. Do you think that that it's because there are more people who are actually part of that community, or they just feel much more comfortable identifying themselves as being part of that community? Well, there's a lot of popular trends that people sometimes jump on and then change their minds later. So that's probably my nicest comment on that. 
But good lord, she's not gonna. Hold on, I want to see this. A pansexual. I'm not gonna dig myself a hole. <laughs> so a pansexual is attracted to people of any or all genders. Okay. Yeah. How is that different than a bisexual? I mean, isn't there? Hasn't bi everyone agreed? Male or right, Hasn't everyone agreed? There's only two genders. Oh, I'm not going down that road either. <laughs> I know better. Wait, are, wait, are we? Are we going to now say there's more? There's more than two I'm genders. Not, my opinion doesn't matter. I only talk cars. How's that? <laughs> okay. Wow, you're really playing it the close. The difference between this and bisexual is bisexual is someone who's attracted to their same gender as well as to a different gender, meaning a woman could be attracted to both a woman and a man. Okay. And what does a pansexual mean? Attracted yeah. to people of any or all genders. It could, it could technically be similar, but people choose to identify as different words. No, Joan, you don't even know what you're talking about. Yes, I do. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy. You. No, I, 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 someone has got. You kind of have to say nothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes, I mean, I'm just. This is why she doesn't want to cry. I want to. I want to. I'm going to ask AI, okay, to write me a paragraph. <laughs> there you about, go. Get there you go. About the, the difference between a bisexual, a pansexual, and I don't know what a queer person is. I mean. You know. I'm reading this as the definitions that we are being given that's online. I'm, so I'm reading this right now in front of you as the definitions that are online. We're going to get someone to talk okay, to Okay, what does it say a queer this. What does it say a queer I is? I just gave you that. Hold on one second. Let me go back down. I'm scrolling. You look I'm at scrolling. the Urban Dictionary to find out what the queer. current trend is as the definitions will continually not, change. A queer, go ahead. Not a heterosexual and or... CIS gender. In the past, queer was a negative or prerogative term for people who were gay, and thus it sometimes is disliked. But the term is increasingly being used to describe all identities and politics that go against normal beliefs. Okay. We are going to get someone from the organizations to come and actually talk to us about why this is important. You know, it's, you know what's so sad is we actually have the answers right on the line. I know Sam Bellino knows all of this. He knows this inside and out. Right. He knows it intimately. What's right here. And, and Sam Bellino's just, you know, he doesn't want to steal Lauren Fix's spotlight, so he's just being quiet. Is that what it is, Matt? Sam, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, people can be whatever they want as long as they're nice to everyone else. That's all I'm saying. There you okay. go. I agree but you, with that. You still don't know any of these definitions because I don't either. I, I They're don't all know. online. You can look at this page if you want to. I'll send it to you. All you I know can, is that Mr. Rogers educate. taught me <laughs> that a boy is a boy and a man is a man and a woman is a woman and a girl is a girl. And Mr. Rogers was so bold. Yes, Do you was. know what he said on PBS? No. What did he say? That only a woman could have a baby. Isn't that insane? I mean, wow. I mean, can you believe that he said on PBS only a woman can have a baby? I mean, that guy is really out there, man. Wow. I don't know what he was drinking. But let's get back to the subject matter at hand, which is AM and FM radio being in cars. Because I can see Lauren Fix is afraid to talk about a, a topic that if I was going to bet 20 well, bucks, I would say I know, she's got very strong afraid. opinions on, but... She wants to keep those opinions off the airways, and obviously I respect that. So moving right along, Lauren Fix, tell me why um, I, any big popular 
um, automobile company wants to put out cars in 2024 or 2025 that no longer have an AM or now I'm hearing on FM radio dial. Yeah, and also they're starting to get rid of Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. As of 2024 models, General Motors isn't even going to have that. You want Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, you have to pay for the app. So 20, That's just so right. everyone understands, the 2024 models come out in a couple of months. They're already out. Actually, I have one coming to my driveway tomorrow that has the new Google integrated General Motors application, which does not have Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. It is an additional fee, which you will subscribe to like you do Sirius XM. And so why is it? You know, why would you get rid of AM radio? And we love listening to you, Arthur, and all the rest of the, the great shows that are on your network. And then you start realizing, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they do that? Oh, there is a reason, because it's free. And they want to get rid of that. Because as car manufacturers, if you start doing a little deeper dive, as car manufacturers, and this is where I focus all my attention, you'll see why. Car manufacturers are saying, wait a minute, we're losing millions of dollars making these electric cars, of which many, and it was, it was just on Fox Business today, it was just all over the news, that the inventories of electric cars are sitting there and people are buying hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and gasoline-powered vehicles because they're a little concerned about the lack of infrastructure for charging, and they don't want to buy a charging station for their home, or if you live in Manhattan, there's most times you, you, know, you plug it in, you know, 10 blocks down. You can't. There's just nothing, no place to charge. No, you just have so to have a lot. Honestly, the, here's the truth. In Manhattan, you just have to be very wealthy. That's the truth. Yes. To afford True. one of those and then literally pay seven, eight, nine hundred dollars a month for your parking for the, garage, which parking then will charge garage, you yeah. for the electricity to charge your car. And the parking. Yeah, no, I said man. the seven, eight hundred, nine hundred oh, is know. for a monthly spot, and then on top of that, they charge you for charging your vehicle. There was a guy in E Third I saw when I used to live in Manhattan, uh, all the way up to twenty twenty before I left, and um, he had a Tesla in the garage, and that was his parking spot on E Third in, in the garage, one of the garages, and he paid for the electricity and for the charging. And the guy says, "Oh yeah, it's more than a car payment." And I'm thinking, "What? Well, you have to have unlimited cash now for the rest of the world." which includes me, they'd say, I don't have that kind of unlimited cash. Uh, so what ends up happening is you start realizing this may not work for me. So they're finding the inventories. For example, there's a local Toyota dealer here that's got a BZ4X, which is their new uh, SUV uh, that's electric. They said they have zero interest in it. Not one person has come in showing interest, and that's a lot of it around the country. Now, then, that's in the car is bad. It just means that they don't like the propulsion. It's not they don't like the vehicle and how it operates. It's the charging. And it's not anything to do with the car's distance. It's just still what it is. So my so brother-in-law told me in a, in a regular, for his Tesla, in a regular um, outlet, not the supercharged mm -hmm. outlet, it's right. four miles per hour of charging. Yeah, that's not going to get you very far. And that's yeah. on a level two, probably. That's like a dryer outlet. So if, if the manufacturers go, you know, we're not going to make these cars. Forget it. We're not going to make electric cars. We can't sell them. People aren't interested in whatever it is, right? We're going to make less of them. The federal government is going to fine them billions of dollars for not complying. So they're forced to make something that they take a loss on, that customers aren't buying, and they have millions of dollars in losses. So how do they make that up? Well, some penny-pinching genius in corporate offices around the world have decided that if we start charging for all the little features through a subscription basis, like you buy SiriusXM, like you buy other apps, instead what they're doing is they're going to start charging you for things like heated seats, 
for climate control. And so they're removing three things like AM and FM radio. And you're already seeing it in the German cars. And it's interesting because the Japanese cars, the Toyotas, the Nissans, the Hondas, they're including it in their electric cars and everything because they know better. But what you're finding is the domestics and the Germans have already said, we're out. We're not doing it. The Koreans, they've included it. So I've had a Kia EV6. It's got an AM radio. So the story of that they were using originally, which was total poppycock, was, oh, there's an interference with the electric cars. That's ridiculous because otherwise other brands couldn't do it. So that's not the problem. thing is, they know if you, if you go, I'm not going to pay for your subscription service. I don't need it. I'm going to listen to Arthur on AM radio, and, and, I, and I don't have to pay for it. They don't want that. They now remove things that are free, forcing everybody to buy into the subscription base. Just so you know what kind of money we're talking about, about a billion dollars per brand. A billion dollars of that's, money. That's, that's real that's money. Why. All right, Lauren. Listen, that's I know I, I know why. you and I got to work together on making sure this this AM radio thing and Save FM AM radio, radio. Thing stays. So save the signal. We're going to be saving the signal. So thank you so much. Happy Monday. Have a great week. And um, next week, I promise I won't hit you with some controversial political topic I before you come that. on and talk about. I appreciate cars. that. I talk cars. Everybody needs cars, no matter where, where you stand politically. Doesn't make a difference. Everybody needs a vehicle, and I'm here to help you. All right, there you go, Lauren Fix. All right, folks, we're going to take one more quick break, and we'll be right back. And I don't know, I'll find another controversial topic to talk about just to drive Jerry Foley crazy. We'll be right back. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Let's talk about my friends at Bay Ridge Honda because they are kicking off July 4th savings by saving you $1,500. That's how much you get when you turn in your trade or lease and purchase your next car with the Sabah family at Bay Ridge Honda. They've been your family-owned and operated dealer for over 60 years. Browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles and over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award winning dealership. And right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, receive $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with them. Even if you don't buy a car from them, they want to buy your car. So visit them at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. Available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details. Ends 7-30-23. The great morning show host, Joe Piscopo, and the great tour guide, Steve Perillo, have teamed up to put together a special intimate trip to Rome and Sicily for our AM970 family. Do you want to go? You should. It's October 18th to 28th. October 18th to 28th. It is so simple. Just call 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515. You're going to go to Rome for three nights. You're going to have a dinner performance by Joe Piscopo. Then you fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Tormina, and Palermo. You're going to see the medieval, medieval towns like Savoca, Forza de Agro, in Messina. 
You're going to go to Mount Etna. You're going to have a wine tasting at the foot of Mount Etna. Then you're going to go to Palermo and visit all the small, beautiful seaside towns around Palermo. Nine nights in all. The tour dates are October 18th to 28th. You can be a part of this special event. Just call Perillo Tours at 1-800-431-1515, 1-800-431-1515, or visit perillotours.com. The Joe Piscopo Show, mornings 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. There we go, baby. This yeah, is a yeah, great yeah, Eric and the Dominic. Eric Clapton and Dwayne Allman. Both sides of the Atlantic Ocean. Two of the greatest guitarists ever. Teaming up to form the band, Eric and the Dominic. Sam Bellino, am, am I allowed to call you to the car? Well, first let me talk about this. Today in 1984, Derek and the Dominoes, their session drummer, um, Jim Gordon, was sentenced to 16 years in life to prison after being found guilty of murdering his own mother. It was after he was arrested that he was properly diagnosed with schizophrenia. And although at the trial the court accepted that Gordon had acute schizophrenia, he was not allowed to use an insanity defense because of changes to the laws of California. Um, well, I guess he's... Well, he could be out now, 16 years to life. That means at around the 14, 15-year mark, you go in front of the parole board, and they decide whether they're going to let you out. And you do that every two years you could for the rest of your life until they let you out. It's pretty accurately um, performed as an example in the movie Shawshank Redemption. But, I, Sam Luna, i got to call you out for a second. Uh-oh. Because on, on your, your list that you give me today where it says that whose birthdays there are, and that Arthur Ashe, the American professional tennis player who won three Grand Slam single titles and started playing tennis at six years old, would have been 80 years old today, and that he died at the age of 49 due to age-related pneumonia in 1993. And it also has, like, national holidays and special days, right? So you got National Kitten Day, National Pina Colada Day, National Pizza Day in Brazil. Okay, I'll give you all that. National Pick Blueberries Day, National Don't Step on a Bee Day. But then you have at the bottom the Feast of Santa Rosalia. Now, I'm pretty sure that the Feast of Santa Rosalia is not today. So Uh after this little commercial, I looked it up. The Feast of Saint Rosalia is on the 4th of September. However, in Palermo, the Festino de Santa Rosalia is held each year on July 14th. And continues into the next day, which made me look at the calendar and said, oh, maybe Sam Bolino is right. Maybe today is July 14th, but it's not. I believe today is only July the 10th. It is a major social and religious event in the city. Um, In Palermo, right outside of Palermo, there's a big mountain called Santa Pellegrino. St. Pellegrino. No, is it Mont Mont Pellegrino? Just like Pellegrino water that you drink. And the... um, the cathedral, I don't know if it's a cathedral, but it's it's a huge church up at the top there, um, uh, is it's up a really crazy winding road where um, 
you go up and there's relics from St. Rosalia. And um, hold on, I'm looking this up. And when I was a kid, my dad was driving up there. And yeah, it's actually called the, the... Sanctuary of St. Rosalia. So it's, and, like a, it's a dangerous road you go on? Oh, my God. It's a crazy road. And uh, my dad drove up there like a little bit of a nut. Like he was, he didn't know how to take the road the right way. And you're supposed to beat the horn and flash your lights and do all kinds of stuff so you don't get hit by another car coming your way. And I was in the car with my little my cousins who were a little younger, and they were freaking out and <laughs> screaming, Zillowage, you know, no see. One kid thought he was going to die. Yes, I'm correct. The Sanctuary of St. Rosalie is a church and pilgrimage site located on Via, whatever, outside of the urban neighborhoods of Palermo, nestled against the stone cliff wall on Mount Pellegrino, which looms to the north of the Sicilian city. But my cousin, Patrizia, was um, born with a, uh, a something was wrong with it. I don't remember it was, but she was in risk of dying. And my aunt, Tanina, she apparently, as legend has it, um, even though I still talk to them, she crawled up to that mountain on foot. And then at the end, she did it all on her knees, holding Patrizia with her into the, the church of St. Rosalie on the top of Mount Pellegrino, basically begging God to save Patricia, who I believe turned 43 or 44 um, last month. But um, the moral of the story is you can't always trust me when I tell you what day it is because sometimes San Bellino doesn't give me the right date. Exactly. All right. right. I I deserve my punches today. You can rely on us for a lot of things. But um, I just want to get back to the the gay topic for a second. Um, I did read in The Hill today. A piece by um, Juan Williams, who was basically ragging on DeSantis, saying, you know, you really think the way to catch up to Donald Trump in the polls is to beat up on the gay community, because that is what he's doing. I think uh, to some degree what he's what DeSantis is saying is, you know, we're shoving. He's focusing on children and saying we're, fo- we're shoving this down the children's throat. And, you know, Disney's fo- shoving it down the th- children's throat and that we should, you know. And then they, he's got some clip of Trump saying something supportive about the gay community. I mean, I'm going to go with the San Bellino's philosophy is like kind of live and let live. Um, but Juan Williams, I think, did a, a very good job in The Hill writing that this is not the way to catch up to Trump is by attacking the gay community. Let's talk about the economy. Let's talk about foreign affairs. Let's talk about farmers. Let's talk about there's a lot of issues in this country that could use a lot more work and focus on than the fact that Donald Trump said something nice about the gay community. All right. It's Monday night. I'm going to be, I'm going to be here. All right, Joan, just think, just worry about the ants, Joan, worry about the ants. I'm worried about the ants. I'm worried about the people. Like everyone just mind your own business. It's not. All right. We talked about rats, ants, gnats, cars, gay, gay subject matters, schools, phones, texting, All right, we're going to go. I'm going to stay here. I'll be back tomorrow, live and local on the Idola Power Hour. Have a great night. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Portions of the Arthur Idala Power Hour, sponsored by Bay Ridge Honda.